0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Voices for Change 2.0, the mental health podcast that's changing the discussion one voice at a time. Featuring guests that will help end the stigma and keep talking mental health. And now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Joe Lombardo
2: hey good morning everybody and thank you for joining us today we are so glad to have you with us
3: yes thanks for joining us on voices for change 2.0 in coronavirus pandemic 2020 (laughs) Um, we hope you guys are, are staying healthy and safe and you know that you're doing all right and washing your hands and staying in
2: and all that good stuff that we we've been directed to do,
3: yeah, and uh <clears throat> you know just just trying to find your way through this miasma of fun and mirth and merriment <laughs> um I gotta say i i I, I know we've been. Dealing with this, uh, ha- having our, our new opening for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. But it never ceases to amaze me how much I dig it. Like the music actually gets me pumped up. Yeah. Yeah. I start bopping around. <laughs> so. Well,
2: it's morning, so it's going to take a lot more than that to get me pumped up. I know. Plus, you just gave me some really bad news.
3: Yes. Yes, I did. I do apologize for telling you that, sweetheart. Um, if you have not, yet seen it on Twitter or at your various news resources uh, country music legend Kenny Rogers passed away regrettably of uh, natural causes at the age of 81 uh, we are heartbroken um, you know Kenny had a big influence on on back growing up um, he had a big influence on me growing up loved his music loved his movies uh, just uh, all around hell of a guy.
2: Yeah, he was something that that I shared with my dad. My dad passed away in 2017, but um, he was a little bit older than Kenny. Um, although you know, 81 is like Scott said earlier, is definitely a a full life, but uh, it still makes me very sad. I
0: yeah,
2: I really have always been a big fan and. It's a bummer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how my uh, morning show that I listened to during the week tackles that on Monday. Cause um, one of the guys is a huge, huge Kenny Rogers fan. And uh, a couple years back, the show surprised him by having Kenny on mm-hmm. and they interviewed him and uh, Dave couldn't believe it. He was shocked. He got to sing the gambler with, Kenny, and <laughs> it was just, it was, it's really entertaining interview. It really was. Um, so yeah, if you guys are curious at all, uh, Google Dave and Chuck the Freak, and uh, look for the interview with them and Kenny Rogers because it's, it, it is, it's really entertaining. It's, it's kind of sweet hearing Dave go all fanboy on him.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> oh, I would have too. Yeah, girl.
3: yeah, you would have definitely fangirled on mm-hmm. him. So. <laughs> So there's that. And it's funny, you know, music is one of those things that really gets us through for some, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I've
3: been finding lately that I've been getting really nostalgic for various eighties music. And I find myself, you know, lately I've been putting on like men at work and listening to that and listening to Duran Duran. And I busted out yesterday while I was, at work doing my paperwork getting ready for my day i turned my phone on and played uh the song street of dreams by rainbow which um uh is just full of 80s goodness and
2: just, i don't even know what that is
3: i'd have to play it for you. you you may or may not have heard it back in the day but i remember i i even remember the video and i turned it on and my buddy eric looked at me and he goes oh rainbow it's a good one so yeah, just I've been doing that lately, finding solace in what is old. You know, things are are such a crazy time right now that sometimes it just turns. You know, it, it 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 can almost be reassuring turning back to stuff that you knew growing growing up.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: um it just it gives you a little sense of what was and. You know, sometimes it can be sad, but sometimes it can be uplifting, and I think that's what we all need right now is uplifting.
2: Yeah, that's for sure. No.
3: That, that's that's my soapbox. That's okay. yeah, I yeah you know, do that, or I start singing "Street of Dreams," which you don't really want me to do. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, and if you, on that. if you hear either of us coughing at all during the show. Um, It's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. We are not sick. Um, We do have allergies, and people seem to forget that that's the time of year it is, too, you know. Um, It's not just coronavirus. There are other respiratory illnesses that normally go around this time of year. I, since I was a little kid, have always gotten some kind of respiratory infection this time of year, you know, going into spring, and my allergies are just a train wreck, and... You know, so if someone's coughing or sneezing by you, by all means take precautions, but, you know, don't look at them like they're a leper. You know, they might just have some uh, hay fever. Yeah. Uh, Really showing my age there, using that term. (laughs) But, yeah, so. Yeah. The end. All
0: right,
2: well.
3: With that, I think we should bring our guests in unless there's something you want to talk about, B.B.?
2: No, I just want to, you know... Just, get
3: a get a word in edgewise? Yeah.
2: <laughs> make sure that um, all of our, our followers and our fans are, are taking care of themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, especially the folks that have um, mental health conditions as well, you know... Um, it's it's a it's a difficult time for people in general, obviously, but uh, for those of us with with a mental illness, um, having to isolate even more than usual is kind of throwing us off our game a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been having a, a lot of posts on Twitter and whatnot of friends who are who are struggling and that, you know, makes me sad because, you know, everybody knows that that listens to the show knows that I've been struggling for a while. And, you know, because I'm familiar with what that entails, you know, I, I feel for everybody who is, who's dealing with it now. And, you know, I think that's a good, that's a good, uh, starting point for introducing our guest because he's doing some really great work. I was approached a few months back about having him on the show um, by someone on his team, and they asked if uh, we thought he would be a good fit, and I certainly do think he's a good fit. He's, like I said, doing some really great work for the online community. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, And I think it's timely.
2: Oh, yeah having him on, yeah absolutely. You know. It's definitely um what he's doing is 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 basically perfect for you know what we're all going through right now yes. so um I would like to uh introduce to our show like I said he's a new he's a new friend, and we're really glad to have him on today um Mr. Clay Cockrell.
1: Hello, Rebecca and Joe. how are you? good we are doing good doing.
3: Sorry about the the lack of an audience. You know, uh,
1: you know it's, yeah. we're
3: broadcasting this from our home, so.
1: <clears throat> oh, totally understand. So, it's uh, just uh, excited to get to talk to somebody other than my immediate family for a little while. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, you know, we're we're taking the same tack on this as uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and everybody. You know, stay at home and doing our shows from home. Yeah. You know, so. I didn't, I didn't
2: know they were doing that.
3: Yeah, they are. Uh, uh, you know, all the they're, they're, there's no audiences anywhere at all for anything anywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Crazy times.
0: Crazy yeah, times.
3: It really is.
1: So. So how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Um, my wife and I just got back from uh, Florida, where we kind of escaped the New York winter. And uh now we're stuck inside, and it's kind of a, a gloomy day here. But um but it's good to be safe, and it's good to be with the people that you love. And I've got a little dog that I go out and we we walk and get a little sunshine a couple times a day. So
0: all good. <laughs> That's good.
3: That's good. It's it's tough right now. You know, uh it's it's weird because you know you're at a loss for things. You know, I I drive for a living and. Being on the road, seeing how little traffic there is on the road is, it's bizarre. You know, you, you mm-hmm. pull into a place and there's, you know, the parking lots are empty or virtually empty. And, you know, you feel like you're a survivor of the apocalypse, mm-hmm. you know. It's, yeah. just, uh, it's
1: weird.
0: It's really weird.
1: Yeah. You know, you yeah. walk into All places. the way- all the way up the oh. East coast. Um, I'd stop and get gas and of course ties everything. I think the East coast mm-hmm. is a little cleaner cause I drove up the East coast. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, not a lot of people, not a lot of people out. Everybody's home, which, you know, thank God that people are listening and taking this seriously.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, you're, uh, you mentioned before we started the show that you're in uh New Jersey and I'm wondering because of the the lockdown that they have in New York,
1: what kind of effect that's having on you guys? Well, it's uh because my I'm in Jersey City, which is kind of a, a bedroom community of Manhattan, and mm-hmm. so there it seems like there's more people here, at least you know on the street yesterday. We had kind of a nice warm day and and people got out and and you could tell that we're all walking six to eight feet away from one another and um it's just a, a lot of people around but we're not interacting right they're um we're, right. we can see each other but we're at a distance um but uh, that's, I think that's a that's a good thing
0: yeah
3: yeah you know the social distancing is uh is smart for sure
1: mm-hmm.
3: for sure yeah. so yeah there we I keep seeing rumors that cuz we're in we're just outside detroit and uh, you know, there's rumors of Michigan going on a lockdown like like New York and like California. And uh, the governor uh, recently came out and said that this is false. Uh, so anybody who's listening that's in Michigan, as of right now, we are not going on lockdown. Just letting you know. Um,
2: I don't even know what that would would be like. What would
3: you'd see a lot more of me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that would bother me so much. <clears throat> I'd
3: get to see a lot more of you, baby. <laughs> but uh yeah, that would shut down work and all sorts of different things and we should ask our, our buddy Arez how that's going. Yeah. You know. The, our our friend Arez Shuck. Uh shout out to the Sheck Chuck. Um <laughs> he's he's in California. Uh, I think he's up by the Bay Area, if I'm not mistaken. Or not that far well, from I it. I know
2: that um the place uh, the ranch at Laguna Beach mm-hmm. where we stayed over uh last year. Um they're still it seems to me it seems like they're still operating. Wow. Because, That's surprising. Um I follow them on Instagram and on Facebook, I think, and I'm seeing pictures being posted and you know it looks like there's there's people there, so I, I could be wrong. Mm. They could be old pictures that they're posting, but
0: yeah. Um
2: seems well, like they might still be in operation. Yeah. Well, Clay, uh
3: if you don't have any questions for us, we are going to commence to grilling you. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: So you, sir, are an LCSW. Uh, what made you decide to become an LCSW?
1: Um, I've, for a, In college, I studied psychology and um, wanted to become a psychotherapist. And once I got out, you have a couple of options on how to uh, become a therapist. And some people go to a master's degree to get a psychology degree. Uh, Some people will become a licensed marriage and family therapist. Uh, Other people will go and become a a licensed counselor. And I was really drawn to social work because um, it has a broader approach. And social workers, when they're looking at the individual, they're looking at the entire system that that individual interacts with, their parents, uh, their spouse, their children, their boss, because we're not an island, even though right now we kind of, probably feel like it and pretty isolated, yeah. but that uh, we we are um, uh, social beings and that we interact with one another. So I went and got all my specialized training and became a licensed clinical social worker.
3: Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. cool. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of nice that you, you know, get to have that impact with people yeah. You know, especially especially in, you know, difficult times like these, I, I imagine that, uh, you know, you're busy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty busy. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> do you have a
3: private practice?
1: I do. Um, I kind of started out with an unusual practice. Um, I had a traditional one. Um, and uh, I noticed that I had this one client, he was a Wall Street guy. And he was having a hard time getting to me, uh, you know, you have to take off work and take the subway up to my office and have a session, take the subway back. And he was super busy. And and I was talking about this with my wife one night and she said, well, why don't you just go to him? And, Hmm. you know, being the typical mansplainer at the time, I said, (laughs) Oh, honey, Oh, honey, you can't do that. And the more I tried to explain why you couldn't do that, um, I really couldn't. I'm like, well, you know what? I could meet him outside his office and just walk around for the session outdoors. There's a beautiful park in lower Manhattan. And, um, you know, nobody's really it's New York. Nobody pays attention to one another. So I, I offered it to him and he jumped on it. And I started seeing a lot of changes in him because I think that when you're outdoors, you're walking for a session, it um, it's more casual. I think you're, you're, you're breathing a little deeper and I think better on my feet. I think a lot of people do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I started offering it to other clients and, uh, got this domain name, walkandtalk.com and started doing, um, sessions outdoors and it, it took off. Um, and so I was doing, a uh, you know, sessions like that for a long time mm-hmm. and, um, then I uh, started uh offering online sessions because um the technology came around to where you could you know use Skype and FaceTime and I could see a person and um so let me travel you know like I, like I said, I just spent two months in Florida and took my practice with me and uh, hmm. so I connect with my clients online and I could see them and hear them and it's super effective because you think about when you go see your a therapist. You're sitting in their office. You're in their environment. You had to fight to find parking, and here people are in their office. They're at home. They're comfortable, uh, and and now it's great because people can't leave. So mm-hmm. you know, all my clients are are working from home, and they take a little break, and we connect online, and um, it's uh it's been really really good for for everybody.
3: That's brilliant. Yeah. You know sure. and especially when you consider
1: <clears throat>
3: excuse me that you know you've got people that you know maybe they're they're shut ins, maybe they're you know, they
2: Agoraphobic
3: agoraphobics. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know, they just they, they struggle leaving the house in general. Being able to have that kind of resource to help you you know, manage and and get through. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, it really is. You know, I I think the, the technology, you know, technology gets slain for a lot of things and people seem to forget the, the benefits that we do get from it and having Skype and having FaceTime and being able for you to see your clients that way is just awesome. You know, that's, that's, you know,
2: kudos to you.
0: I've been thinking well, about
2: <laughs> I've been thinking about doing something like that for a while now. Mm-hmm. Actually, trying to to find someone, but you know, I'm I'm someone who's had negative experiences with therapists, mm. and I just I just wonder, like for example, I know I've mentioned this before, but the last one I had fell asleep while we were talking. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: no. Yeah. Yeah. Joe and I are sitting there and, and uh, I'm, you know, steadily talking and and she's... Steadily,
3: and steadily closing her eyes and her head's nodding and we kind of
2: look at each, look each at other, each other and, and look back at her and I just sort of shut up and just waited for her to wake
3: say up. Say something. And yeah. Yeah. So when we walked out, we looked at each other and said, "Did did she, she was just
1: did she? Did that what? Just happen? No. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's just that's awful. I'm. <laughs> yeah. mm.
0: so you know, I, every I'm,
1: industry, every industry is going to have some people that probably shouldn't be in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and <laughs> we, we in in my field, we've got some people. There's a list online that uh, somebody was passing along. It's horror stories from therapy and. Like this uh one guy clipped his fingernails in a session, um, yeah, <laughs> and you know another person you know that fell asleep, somebody somebody said the uh, their therapist passed gas i mean it's just, <laughs> there's there's some there's some bad ones out there, that's true, that's true.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's tough when you're locked in a room,
0: <clears throat>
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, uh, that's, that's a rough one. You know, I mean, I, I get it. There are certain things that you can't control, but.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you.
3: Cause you know,
1: oh,
3: that's, it, yeah, that's it, it actually, bad. it actually ended up being a blessing in disguise though, because it kind of snowballed into, you know, everything, you know, it, it, you know, it was the motivator for Beck to start blogging and eventually turn it into her book, and eventually got us doing this. And you know, her creating her hashtag. I mean, so it's as much as it was a negative experience, it produced a lot of positive things. So good. Yeah, um, I I I I can't hate on it that much because of you know where, where we're at now. Yeah. So. Yeah, but. definitely. Good. So, um, so what
2: would you, what would you say to someone that is, is just starting to look for a psychotherapist and what, what should they look for?
1: Well, that that's a good question. Cause, um, the thing is that it takes so much energy to, to come up with the idea of, Hey, I need therapy. Uh, to come to that realization that I need some help in my life, I'm struggling, and I want to go to a professional. And then people go, "Well, where do I start? <laughs> what do I What do I look for?" And mm-hmm. and that's why I started my uh, my podcast, you know, Finding Therapy, so that I could give them a step by step guide on how to do it. Because it first of all, the the, the first step is realize it's hard. And that mm-hmm. you can't just uh, open up the yellow pages or go to Yelp and just pick somebody because it's not like going to a dentist or a chiropractor or it's, it's, you want to find somebody uh, that you trust because this is going to be a relationship and and you want to make sure that this person is trained in what you are facing and and it's not we're not all the same. It's like a, like doctors are not all the same. If you have a foot problem, you go to a podiatrist. You don't go to a cardiologist. So, right. um, really? So, yes, that is important. <laughs> that is really important. Uh, I've been really so, and, screwing up, haven't I? And you mentioned that, uh, Joe, that you you drive for a living. Uh, one of my yeah. friends has a wonderful niche. He's uh, Buck Black, the trucker therapist, and his huh. entire practice. Is working with truckers, long haul truckers that are on the road all the time. He knows the stress that they're facing. Um, but he knows their industry. He knows, um, you know, the problems that they're facing, being away from their family, back problems, dealing with road rage. Um, so you want to find somebody. You may not get somebody that specific, but mm-hmm. you, you know, you want to find somebody that is. Uh, knowledgeable about your issue if you if you have anxiety find a person that knows anxiety if you have bipolar find somebody that specializes in bipolar um so i, I talk to people because people will come to me and say hey can you help me find a therapist and i you know i always help them um uh, but it's hard and and i know where to look what i'm looking for But we as therapists don't do a good job at telling people, uh, marketing our practice, telling people what we're trained in. And so I've taken people through this process of this is the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. And this is the difference between a licensed counselor and a social worker. And uh, these are the places online that you want to look. And these are the things you want to avoid. Um, And and hopefully it's giving people – a starting point, and embracing this idea that they are shoppers. You you are shopping for that right fit, and and that's okay. Because some people feel, oh well, I shouldn't even be asking these questions. How, how could I presume to you know interview someone? All right. But you really have to. Otherwise, you're not going to. Yeah. know.
3: Exactly. <clears throat> you know, it has to be a good fit for for you and and for the therapist. Actually,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
3: and. You can't be afraid to say, hey, you know what? This isn't working for me anymore, and you have to find somebody else. Right. Uh, yeah. That's that's an important thing, too, that I think people lose sight of is, you know, you have to be actively engaged in your health, you know, be it physical health, mental health, whatever. And if you feel you're not getting the proper treatment, you know, by all means, you're you're not – saddled to that person forever. You can find another doctor, well, most, another
2: most people can. There was a time when I was saddled yeah. to someone for for a long time when I first started um getting treatment and it went well into my it went into my 30s, didn't it? I
0: think so. Uh
2: I didn't have any type of mental health coverage, so I had to get treatment through the county.
1: Oh. And yeah
2: at first when it started i had a great doctor and it you know went really well and you know i really admired her and respected her and and she was you know she was somebody that really listened and really focused on what i was saying and but eventually she moved on to a, a bigger role in, within the within the, the county and stopped taking individual patients so then, I was left with just whoever they had, and I saw for many years a man who uh I brought Joe to all of my appointments because it was unbelievable how he acted. he had very low opinion of women, and if I was speaking if yeah. I was speaking and i I would you know finish what I was saying, he would look at Joe and tell Joe what the answer to what i just said
3: yeah and i'd be thinking i'd be like why are you telling me tell her yeah you know you're (laughs) her doctor you're not (laughs) my doctor i'm not her dad or her guardian i'm her husband you know i'm just here
2: to emotionally
3: back her up but
2: and that's not to say that every county experience is terrible there's there were a lot of people there that i met that you know were really good at what they did and mm-hmm. you know i appreciated them um but it was it was a wonderful thing when joe's job off offered mental health coverage yeah and i was finally able to actually select the doctor on my own that was yeah. um very very uh empowering yeah definitely
1: <clears throat> absolutely so, it's, it's so um, hard when when you're kind of you don't have much choice And, um, but you're totally right that we, we need to have a voice and saying, Hey, I'm not getting better. This is not helpful. And, and just when you're, it's hard to do that. Just when you're, you're vulnerable, you're not feeling well, you don't have the energy to do that. And you've gone to this quote unquote expert and they're not helping. Um, but there's, there's a lot of resources out there for people now that, um, that can get them that that care now at, at affordable at affordable rates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. one of them now is called um, Open Path Collective, org. I'm, I'm not associated with them. I know the guy that's a founder, but what he's gone is he's gone to private practice therapists and say, I know you're not working eight hours a day. You you have windows in your day that aren't filled with paying clients give me a couple of those windows and I'll list you on my site and we'll have low cost sessions. You might get 30, 50 bucks a session, um, but it's better than just sitting there and doing nothing. And mm-hmm, so people yeah. who are in financial hardship can say, can go on there and say, I'm looking for somebody in you know, Lexington, Kentucky, and you might be able to find somebody that has put a few of those slots on open path Collective. And you might be able to, to get affordable counseling because, you know, there are some people that are charging 300, $450 uh, an hour. And, um, and then, you know, this is a way to get into some of those people that are really, really well-trained at an affordable price. That's a good mm-hmm. resource to have. Mm-hmm. Thanks for putting that out. Yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah. So <clears throat> we're, we're about a half hour into the show and, uh We usually take a break at 20 minutes in, but, uh, you know, it's been a good conversation. So, you know, you hate to to stop it. But uh, we're going to take a break right now. Um, It's a little musical interlude, if you will.
2: And Scott's been sneaky again.
3: Scott was (laughs) sneaky again. And so you're going to get to hear a little bit of uh, Street of Dreams from Rainbow, uh, which I'm excited about. And uh, I don't know what what else he's going to play, but, uh, you know, we'll be back on the other side of this. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Voices for Change 2.0 I'm Joe, she's Rebecca That was Rainbow,
2: yay <laughs>
3: And uh, on the line is uh, Mr. Clay Cockrell LCSW
2: And you're wrong I have never heard that song
3: you never heard that song? No, I have
2: no idea what that was Oh like. <laughs> man, that's a great song
3: Have you heard it, Clay? Do you know that song? I,
1: I haven't heard it, Joe I'm sorry <laughs> That's alright,
3: it's okay I'm just old
1: Okay, me right. too
3: yeah, yeah, but it's a uh, it's a it's a good one. I think it's from like nineteen eighty two or something.
2: Speaking of being
3: yeah. <laughs> old. Oh yeah. Speaking of being old.
2: <laughs> we forgot. We forgot to mention at the top of the show that this is my last podcast as a forty six year old. Yep. <laughs> oh. Um, happy, wow.
0: birth,
3: happy birthday to you. Don't happy think. birthday to you.
2: Yeah, Monday is is unfortunately my birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. It, it it sucks because there was a meme that I posted uh, over, during the week. And it said something like, "Pray for all of us Aries. Our birthdays are all canceled." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. It's it's weird.
0: Yeah, it's all but right. We have a weird time.
2: here at home, and I don't know if you're a, if you're a movie buff, Clay, but we certainly are, and yeah. um. The people who created the the movie The Invisible Man, the new release, um, are letting people rent it uh, over the week over this weekend uh, via Amazon. Oh wow! So it's twenty bucks. It, it's, yeah. It's twenty bucks, but you, you know you'd pay more than that going to see it at the theater.
3: This is true, absolutely. And
2: it, yeah. It was literally just released, so it it's a pretty big thing, and and it's really cool, and I'm. Oh, kind of a horror movie buff as well.
1: So, So, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, we're really excited about that, and yeah, we're finally gonna play Scrabble too. Yeah. <laughs> we stuff. we are partiers. Yeah, I see that. Yeah,
0: yeah, look out.
3: So, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll even get to plug in my my amp and make sure it works, and get to play a few tunes. Yeah. I. Uh, I used to teach guitar, and, um, you know, for for our listeners that have been listening for a while know that our niece and her baby moved in last year, and I discontinued my teaching because of that because we needed the room. And so all my gear has been kind of packed away, and uh, so I I need to actually plug it in and make sure it still works. So maybe I'll do that this weekend.
2: Yeah, we'll see.
3: I like that. Yeah, we'll see.
2: <laughs> we'll see. You know, uh, and Clay, I, I was remiss. I asked you uh the question after this one, but we had meant to ask you to describe uh the online counseling directory uh because we didn't actually get the name out there for folks who are wondering what your your venture is. Yeah. So if you want to talk a little bit about that,
1: Hmm. Sure. Um, so I started doing uh, couples counseling online, and which was which was great, right? So you've got a couple; they're sitting right on their couch, uh, or maybe you know, uh, let's say the husband got kicked out and he's in a hotel room um, that we could all meet online and and have a session. But but sometimes, you know, one of them may need an individual therapist, and and there was no place online where you could go and search for an online therapist people, uh, therapists that offered online services. So I created this uh, directory, which is kind of like the Yellow Pages. And um, you can go in there and say, they've got all sorts of filters on here. So you can say, I want to see uh, a male therapist that specializes in depression and works with postmenopausal women or something like that. You put all those in and names will come up of therapists uh, around the world that offer those services and then you can contact them and, and uh interview them. So it's all at onlinecounseling.com and um I've I've vetted each of those therapists and there's like 3000 of them um, wow. uh, for their training, their education, uh they're good people. And recently we created a partnership with BetterHelp which is a, a big online company that offers uh, online counseling. And online counseling could be text, it could be email, but a lot of it is, is video chat, like you would imagine. So mm-hmm. the BetterHelp therapists are now on the online counseling directory. And so you can choose, and, and BetterHelp is very affordable, that uh, you can choose to go through us to get to some BetterHelp therapist, And each therapist has their picture on there and their specialties and a little biography about them so you can learn about them and see if maybe they're a nice fit. And, um, and so you can, you can connect with a a provider there and you can also find my, my, my podcast there, which kind of gives you the the step-by-step guide on, on how to search and and what to look for and any kind of red flags you might want to avoid and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm familiar with the, the better health, um, you know, through Twitter, they're pretty active on, on Twitter. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You've seen them too, haven't you? Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, that, that's definitely a great resource to have. And I, I'm, I'm really happy and really encouraged seeing, you know, this, <clears throat> this type of stuff starting to come out, <clears throat> you know, cause I remember when we were trying to find, after we got the, the mental health coverage through work, trying to find a doctor for back and it was a nightmare
0: it was you know it really th- was
3: you know having any type of resource to to find somebody of quality and there was a point where she didn't have a psychiatrist we just we'd have to get her meds through our regular general practitioner
2: and there's all kinds <clears> of <throat> of, there's all kinds of stumbling blocks with with that you know yeah. they can only right. prescribe so much of so many things, and they have to. He, I take I take Seroquel at night, and he was having to bill it as a sleep medicine for me because of that. He wasn't a a, thera, a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. so um, he couldn't bill it straight as as a depression medication, I guess. So that, and
0: it caused
3: issues for him,
2: yeah, and, and so it yeah. you know that can that can be a mess so, you know it worked out okay for a little while, yeah, it's definitely something to consider i i I wouldn't tell anybody to do it to do it long term, but it it worked out for a little while if you're in a pinch,
0: yeah, yeah, right, That's right,
3: definitely an option, but you know if you're able to, to track down a psychiatrist or you know. A psychologist or a, a licensed clinical social worker.
2: <clears throat> and some of some of you your know. therapists that are on your uh, counseling directory probably work with uh, with doctors that they might be able to suggest. Would that be true, Clay?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You find, and that's the thing about uh, online counseling, right? In that um, there used to be before this current uh, crisis that you could only work with a client that lived in your state
0: mm-hmm. and there's a whole
1: lot of reasons but let's say I'm, I'm licensed in New York I could only work with people that live in New York or right. outside the U.S. like I've got clients in, in London and Dubai and, and uh, you know expats living abroad uh, but I can't couldn't work with somebody in Tennessee but now those hmm. regulations have been taken down because it's more important you – know, people are stuck at home. It's more important for people to connect, and I, and I hope they stay down. But yeah. you know, when yeah. you, you have a therapist that you found in your county, in your town, they're going to know the other people, the psychiatrists, uh, etc. that they trust, they've worked with, and, and now you can create a team of people. That, uh, that are near you and can, can work with you. And that can happen online, too. There's a lot of uh, online therapists mm-hmm. that will know an online psychiatrist that is able to uh, write uh, prescriptions uh, online, and they've created a relationship and, and, you know, call it into your Walgreens or whatever. Um, so the world is changing really, really quickly. And, and, and to, the, to the good, I think um that we're going to have these resources available to us and i know there's a lot of people out there that are trapped at home uh they need Mm -hmm. some help they need somebody to talk to uh there's so many so much bad news coming out that we can get overwhelmed and talking to a therapist can help you you know kind of talk people down off the ledge that you know it's going to be okay there are resources medication can be one of those resources or just talk therapy can be a huge help. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I've noticed that with everything going on, it really, excuse me, it really does get overwhelming. Um, I've caught myself on more than one occasion this week alone, driving into work with the radio completely off and just needing that silence you know there's just there's yeah. so much noise and you know it it does it gets overwhelming and um every so often you you have to remember to disconnect
0: mm-hmm. you know
3: so if you need to talk you know definitely find somebody to talk to um if you need to disconnect disconnect but you know your your own you know mental and emotional health that needs to come first, especially at a time like this.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. Right. We've,
1: we've got to take care of ourselves and, and to catch this before it gets bad. Uh, when you yeah. find yourself, you're not, you're not sleeping, your, your thoughts are all jumbled, you're not able to complete sentences because you're just uh, too up in your head and too stressed. I mean, these are the signals that, hey, maybe I need some help. Maybe I need somebody to, to talk to. And, and that's not mm. a failing. That's not a weakness. It takes strength and courage to say, "I need help." And yeah. um, there are people out here, like myself and others, that have been trained and that can be right there with you on your computer and and help you through a, a difficult time. Help is help is available.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you yeah. just started. You we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but. You just started a, a new podcast yourself called Finding Therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Where can people find that, and and what what do you do? You have guests on it, or is
1: yeah, it, uh... yeah, it's. it's uh, I'm really excited about it. I uh, you can find it on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Uh, you can also listen to it from the directory at uh, onlinecounseling.com. And the first four episodes, unfortunately it's just me talking, <laughs> giving the step by step guide of this is where you go, this is what you look for. And this is not just about online counseling, this is counseling in general. It's like you know, once we get released again and we're back in the world, you can use this resource to find a therapist near you if you don't want to do the online road. So it's it's good for both. Um but the first four episodes are just a step by step kind of tutorial on what to look for, where to look, the differences between, you know, the different licenses out there, hopefully making it easy. And then going forward, I'm having guests come in and the guests are going to be a specialist. Like, um, I interviewed this guy who's a specialist in anger management. So the title of the podcast episode is how to find a therapist for anger issues. And I interviewed uh, a specialist on, um, what was it? Oh, high conflict divorce. So if you're Mm -hmm. going through a divorce and you need therapy, I've I've interviewed this person and she tells you how to find somebody like her. Um, I interviewed this one guy. Mm -hmm. He is a Christian couples therapist that focuses on sex issues. (laughs) So, wow. If you are having sex issues in your marriage and you want to talk to someone of your faith he talks about how to find somebody like him, where to go online, what kind of special uh, associations there are for sex counselors that are Christian. <laughs> there, there are such things, I guess. And so he gives hmm. you tips on how, so we each episode is going to go pretty deep issue and um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it.
3: That's very cool.
0: Yeah. And a great awesome. resource. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wish we'd have had that when we were looking around for you know, your doctor.
1: For me. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. It's hard. So, that, so it's so
1: hard.
0: It is. It and really think,
1: is. Yeah, and I think <clears> if <throat> people realize it just know it's gonna be hard, then they're prepared. Like, all right, yeah. this is gonna be a thing. It's not like calling up and getting a chiropractor. Uh this is this is to find the resources that are affordable, that are, you know, near me. Um It 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 can be hard, so um, you know expect it to be challenging, but that it's it's possible because like you, you go in and let's say you have a uh, you you pick somebody, and then all of a sudden they're falling asleep in the session, or you realize they have no idea what I'm talking about, I don't feel a connection, or whatever. Yeah. Then you've got to go on the search again, and find Mm -hmm. somebody. And too many people just give up and go, oh, Mm -hmm. never mind, it's too hard, and and that's a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's way too common. You know,
3: uh, ho- hopefully having these resources will, you know, definitely put a curb to that and say, well, you know, this didn't work out, but you know, I can, I can go to this and I can try again and it won't be so bad and it's not that difficult, you know?
2: Yeah. It's that's, that's really great. It, it's definitely something that I think is, is necessary even not even just because of the situation that we're all in now
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think it's it's necessary like we mentioned before somebody you know like me with with agoraphobia it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a real struggle to get out and about uh, you know social anxiety things like that so um yeah. it's definitely it's a, I'm really really considering it you know yeah so Good yeah I think I think everybody should should think about it if they're in in need of therapists. I think it's definitely a a valuable resource yeah
0: yeah so what
2: yeah. are what are some of the uh the the benefits of online counseling versus counseling face to face that you know people may not uh think of
1: Oh get ready okay <laughs> <laughs> because Here's, here's the thing is that in in my field, in, in therapy, uh, we're a little behind uh, as far as embracing technology. We're changing, especially this week. Um, yeah. But I've heard so many therapists go, oh, I would never do that. It's not real therapy. It's not effective. And I've got the answers because let's talk about one of the big things about uh, therapy is confidentiality, meaning that what you tell your therapist is private and they're not allowed to tell anybody else. But Mm -hmm. let's say you live in a small town and everybody knows what truck you drive and they see your truck parked at the local shrinks office. Well, now everybody knows you're in therapy
0: or let's
1: say you, you're in their waiting room and you see your coworker come out of uh, the office just before you go in. Well, there goes that confidentiality. Everybody knows. So, with, with online counseling, you're in the privacy of your home, or if you're traveling, you're in a hotel room or work, and um, confidentiality is maintained. All these platforms are in, encrypted and uh, private, and nobody can listen in. Um, so there's that. The, also the convenience. I mean, you think about how hard it is to find a babysitter, uh, fight traffic, get a parking space, go in. People are frazzled. And yeah. just before they start a session. And so this is you turn on your computer, boom, you're right there. Um, and then there's the comfort level, uh, the comfort level of being in your own home. Maybe you're in your socks um, and you're not having to, uh, to go to some doctor's office where maybe it's nice and maybe it's not. Um, mm-hmm. But you're comfortable sitting on your own couch and you're able to uh, get a cup of coffee and it's, it can help re- reduce the tension. So, and I can go on and on. I think that um, uh, having that convenience, having that privacy, uh, having it readily available to you is uh, incredibly important. That, you know, I don't make the argument that online counseling is just as good as in office counseling, I make the argument that it's better. Now, um, but now not not everybody will buy into it. People sc- staring at screens all day long. Maybe they don't want that. Maybe they want to the, uh going to a different place in their own home and that feels better. Great. Yeah. Do that. But mm-hmm. just know this is an option. Yeah. Yeah, you
3: know you got you, you got to figure you've got some people that maybe they're in a situation where they can't talk about what they're going through at home Mm
0: -hmm. without
3: having somebody else hear it, you know, a situation like that, then yeah, it's beneficial going and doing face-to-face. But if you're uh, at home where you don't have to have, you don't have that concern, you don't have to worry about it. um, Then yeah, I I can see online counseling just being huge, you know, and with, you know, the portability of doing stuff on our phones or, tablets or what have you, I mean, you know, you can still leave the house and do online counseling and be okay, Mm -hmm. you know, which is another, you know, another comfortable thing. You know, you can sit in your car and do it if you need to. I mean, it's just, so there's a lot of options, but you know, I I think depending on your individual situation, either way is beneficial, Mm -hmm. you know, just being able to take that first step and do it. Right. Right.
1: So. And we know it's effective. All the studies are showing that talk therapy, when you've got somebody that's good and that you're connected to, uh, it's, it's very effective. It works. And it's just um, people have to come to some kind of understanding of I, I want to get better. And there's, there's nothing wrong with going and talking to somebody. Nobody thinks bad about the diabetic that takes their insulin. Um, or somebody's got a bad back and they go to a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. There are people out there trained to help you. Go get some help. Life is better.
2: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, with that, we are uh, at the end of our show. Yeah, unfortunately, we've been having such a good conversation; it's kind of flown by. <laughs> but uh, quickly, would you give out your social media information? for anyone that might be interested in finding you.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So the website is onlinecounseling.com, and um, you can listen to the podcast there or at iTunes. Uh, At Instagram, I'm at Finding Therapy Podcast. Facebook is uh, backslash Finding Therapy. And on Twitter, it's at Finding Therapy. Oh,
0: it's convenient. Yeah. That worked out well. <laughs> yeah. Not bad.
1: We Got like all those things. Convenient.
3: Yeah. So cool. Very excellent. Uh, well, thanks so much for being with us, Clay. Uh, we, we're we really grateful to you and really appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us today. Um, you've put out a lot of great information for our listeners and for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely some stuff that we're going to look into just for our own benefit. Um And, you know, by all means, if there's uh, something new down the road that, that, you know, you want to promote or you want to talk about, we would absolutely love to have you back.
1: Uh, Um, Thanks, Joe. Rebecca, this is thank you so much for helping me get the word out about all this. I love what you guys are doing. Um, So, yeah, thank you.
2: Stay on the line. Yep. And we're going to be listening to the lovely Tara and Naomi, with a song called Help You Fly. And we'll see you guys next week.
3: Yep. Stay tuned and stay healthy, guys.
4: I know how misery loves a company. Got a party gathered around you now. They come running from far and wide. But who's gonna help you fly? They come calling when you're falling down. Someone always pick you up off the ground. Oh, nobody wanna see you cry, but who's gonna help you fly? Whoa, whoa. Smaller every day It's like a little town People always gonna Help you get by But who's gonna Help you fly and It's a messed up Situation when I got The word to call on When the well runs dry But I just wanna Celebrate my life Wanna find Someone to help me fly
0: Oh, Bye.